I'm Douglas Terrell. I'm an actor and I'm a filmmaker. And I want to share a few lessons that, uh, that I think every first time director should know and that will serve you really well on your first project. I think the first thing you should do is read and research. Read at least two books. Use the books as mentors. Um, there's a level of experience that you just don't have as a first time director. And by reading a few books, you get, so you get so much information on things to do and things not to do. From how to direct a scene to uh, how not to direct a scene, uh, what scenes to never film, um, things you should never do, um, from positions and, crew and, and people on your, in your crew that you must have, um, where to save money, um, where to spend your money, um, what to do with locations. And those are things that, you know, if you've directed multiple projects, you have that experience and you, you can apply it to your project. But when you've never directed a film, it's a, it's a, level, it's a level of, uh, of experience that you just don't have. And by using the books as mentors and developing and, and reading and getting some research out of them, um, you, um, you use them as mentors and they give you confidence when you direct a film. Talk to directors who have more experience than you. Um, I was so blessed to talk to um, friends of mine who had directed really successful films and had a lot more experience than me. And they sat down with me and they gave me the do's and don'ts. And the lessons they gave me, um, they served me incredibly well when I came to set. And they made me feel like an experienced director because I was able to steal some of their experiences and use them as a way to build myself as, as, as a new director, to develop my own voice as a director. And you'll feel so much more confident when you come to set knowing that at least you kind of have a guidepost and a roadmap of things to do and things not to do. Um, so read and research. I think the next most important thing you need to do as a first time director is storyboard your film. Storyboarding and knowing how to stage your actors is probably your homework as a director. And storyboarding doesn't have to be really complex. Uh, it could be like stick figures. And that's what I did. I mean, I drew out stick figures of my film. And then I hired somebody off of Fiverr to kind of a storyboard artist to kind of, you know, render them really nicely for me. Um, and you don't have to do that. I did that because I'm a little OCD and I wanted to, I wanted to give something really professional to my DP and the rest of my team. But, you know, the most important thing is for you to have an idea of what each shot needs to be. When you write a story, you don't really see it frame by frame. Uh, you kind of see it as this polished movie in your head. But in actuality, when you're shooting it, you're shooting it frame by frame, take by take, scene by scene. It builds the film in your head. You realize, you know, one, you have too many shots for a particular scene. Um, you realize this is how I want to stage my actors. This is where I want to move my actors. Uh, storyboarding is just critical in developing your language and how you're going to speak to your DP, how you're going to speak to the rest of your team, how you're going to speak with your actors. Because once you storyboard your film, um, it keeps building your confidence as a first time director because you know your film, but it also tells you how to stage your, your, your actors, where you want them at. You, you know, your actors want you to know that you know where to put them at. Um, you want to come to set saying, this is how I want to shoot the scene and this is where I want the actors to come from. And you know, you want to be flexible and, and, and you want to be able to, to change things up if things don't work. But you need a, a, a starting base. 
And that visual language of storyboarding your film allows you to talk to your DP on how you want to shoot your film. And he can use his expertise and give you suggestions on camera lenses, on dolly shots, on simplifying a shot. Um, it lets him know how many shots are going to be in the scene, how many shots are going to be in the day, how is he going to approach it. Um, it's probably one of the most time-consuming things you can probably do, but probably one of the most valuable things you can do because you finally, you take a story that's written in words and you turn it into pictures. And you need to draw those pictures, you need to create those pictures to realize how you're gonna tell that story. So you get all these creative ideas when you storyboard your film that allow you to basically communicate your story to everybody, to your team and to your actors. And storyboarding to me is it's just really important. It really is your homework as a director. I think every director, but every first time director has to storyboard their film. Get a really good DP, a really good AD, a great production manager, and a really, really good production designer. Your DP is worth his weight in gold. As a first time director, at least for me, I was intimidated by the whole idea of directing the film by myself. Like I said, I had a lot of experience as an actor, but there's a lot of technical things about, a, about directing a film that you just, that you just don't know, like specifically the camera. Um, the lenses, um, you know, I was, you know, I would get kind of freaked out about what lens do I use for what shot, and, and if if I want my scene to look like this, which is a why, what lens, and do I need to know that? But your DP takes takes care of a lot of the technical things that you are that you just don't have that you don't you don't know, um, and they they support you and they support the story in so many different ways. They give you suggestions, they're, they're creative, they're incredibly creative in how they shoot the scene, how they light the scene. Every time I look, when I was going through the post, uh, the editing phase of, of, my, uh, of my web series, um, it, I, see, I see the scenes and I see his work and his work was just amazing. Uh, you know, we, as actors or as directors, we forget that there's other creatives um, in the process of, um, of making a film. And when you're a first time director, once you direct a film for the first time, you realize how many other creatives are part of, are part of a project and how many talented people um, there are and how many talented people it takes to make a project. Because it really is a tribe that makes the film. DPs are amazing. Get a really good AD. A good AD is the taskmaster of your film and they, they take care of all the logistics that you can focus on. And you need an AD who is responsible, punctual, who has follow through, who can get things done, who has um, experience in being professional. You know, obviously your budget is going to be limited as a first time project and a first time director, but there are, there are people out there who are professional and who um, want to be ADs and who can do the job. So get a good AD. Get a really good production manager kind of like an AD, they're gonna support you in many other ways that you need to be supported. Making sure that uh, uh, catering is being handled. And you think, oh, well, we'll just, I'm just gonna you know, give everybody a bunch of granola bars. You do that for about three days and by the fourth day, you're gonna have mutiny on your set. Um, you need to feed your crew and your actors. Um, and you've, as a first time director, you've got so much on your plate 
that you can't be worrying about, you know, ordering burritos and tacos for people. Um, a good production manager is going to make sure that lunch is always on time. There's water on set when you need it. There's coffee in the morning. These little things allow you to focus on what you need to get done and they're vital for a project. Um, and I got that information from a director who gave me his time and said, you know, make sure you get a good PM. Your PM is, is, is critical. Um, make sure that they know what they're doing because if you get a bad PM, it could, um, it could be really difficult for your project. And then get a good production designer. A good production designer is gonna take a little bit of money and just make it look like a lot of money. And they're out there. And we had, we had a production designer that made our set for Landing Home look like just this full studio Hollywood production. I mean, she was incredibly talented. Our story dealed with a veteran coming back to his home and, and living with his family and, and not having, to, you know, having trouble, just struggling. And so we needed to create this environment of a, a home, um, of a kitchen, of uh, his daughter's room, of uh, the living room, of, of him being a veteran, pictures. And I would almost say that a production designer, and people would argue with me, but I feel at least for my first project, my production designer was about as critical as my DP. Because when you look, when you're in, when you're in the editing phase of your film and you look at your scenes, you are gonna notice if there was production value and if you had a good production designer. If you look at a scene and you're like, wow, that scene looks great and you like the way the props are, um, and you like the way the books were stacked and the way the picture was hanged and the way the, there was a plant there, that's all production design. Um, once you get a good production designer on your film, you will never look at a prop in a movie the same way again. Um, you know that when you watch your TV show and you watch a film, that coffee cup that just happens to be on a desk was put there for a very specific reason. So um, get a good production designer. They're incredibly valuable. You need to interview every single person you bring on your team. Um, you need to know that you can work with that person, that you guys are going to gel. And you need to make sure that they see your vision and that they understand it's your, that it's your story. People are going to come on with different ideas and different visions and they're not going to mesh with what you want. And again, you have so much on your plate that you want to make sure that whoever's working with you is there to support you and there to see your vision and your story and that you can get along with them on set. You just have to find out if you're gonna gel with that person because the last thing you wanna do is be on set with whoever, a, a DP, a production designer, a PM, um, an AD or a second AD, and you're not getting along with the person because you just don't have time to stroke anybody's ego. They're kind of being kind of difficult and arguing with you and they have a different vision, how they wanna see the project or if they're arguing with other team members, that's gonna throw your whole set off. Um, there's tension on the set and people are not working really well and people are starting to argue and they you just don't have time for that you really just you want to eliminate that you want to make sure that, that person works well with you and everyone else on your film set chemistry is everything for your film and um, and if someone says hey i know a great person for a particular role if you don't interview them don't hire them because you got to make sure that they're not going to mess up your chemistry on your film set it's really important that you interview every single person uh, it's best if you can do it in person, but if you can do it in person, at minimum, do it over the phone. Keep your emails organized. 
that is something that a lot of people undervalue when um, creating a project. But as a first time director, it is incredible, incredibly valuable for you in the lack of stress or the lack of stress that you're going to have. Create a simple structure in your email, in your whatever email system you have, and just create some folders. My film was called Landing Home. I created a folder called Landing Home. And below that, I had subfolders, contracts, actors, crew, team, catering. And anytime an email um, comes in that is corresponding to whatever folder, you, you, put that fo you put it in that folder right away. Because when you're shooting a project, um, most of the time, if you're a first-time director, you're also producing it, you're gonna be getting so many emails from so many different people. And it's so much information and, and it can feel overwhelming. I mean, your inbox could just be like a disaster zone. And you need to be able to access that information quickly and efficiently when you need it. So by just filing that, uh, those emails away in and the appropriate folders, take stress away because you know where things are at. You know where your information is and it keeps a clear, it clears your mind, it clears your head, which allows you to focus on the things that you need to focus, focus on. Keep staying organized with your emails um, will serve you incredibly well when you're shooting a project. When we were shooting Landing Home, on the first day of shooting, um, our sound guy didn't show up. He kind of basically just uh, decided to, to not show up. So we had a scramble. And so staying calm, my AD had a, some recording device and we re recorded the scene with what we could. Um, I kept pushing through the scene. We just, I didn't tell the actors what was going on, but I went to my folder structure from when I was cast, when I was you know, hiring my, when I was hiring a sound person and I was looking at my email structures and my emails that had come in and I was basically reaching out to other people who had applied for the job that I had not given the job to. And I was able to do that efficiently and quickly. If I would have kept all those emails in my inbox, so to say, it just, I would have never been able to hire another sound guy that same day and have them on set for the second half of the day. And that's why you wanna stay organized because it allows you to lead the project cleanly and efficiently. I think being organized specifically with your emails, but being organized in general is what really allows you to one, have confidence, but allows you to lead the film as a director. Put all your notes, all your storyboard uh, illustrations, all your acting notes, your, your plot lines, your through lines, your contracts, your screenshots, every single thing that pertains to your film, um, put them all in a notebook. Um, I went everywhere on set with this notebook. Anytime I had a question about how I wanted to shoot a scene, how I wanted to direct an actor, how I wanted the actor to act in the scene, what the, the, the intention was of the actor in the scene, I had them in this notebook. Um, it's gonna relieve a tremendous amount of stress for you, so you don't have to worry about where everything is at, and, um, and uh, it's gonna allow you to be confident on set because you have all your inf information with you. Um, and you know, you have to keep, there's permits and contracts that you have to have, um, so put them in the notebook as well. Uh, my web series uh, had six episodes, and I broke it down, uh, I broke this folder down into six, six major sections and everything that pertained to that particular episode, those notes, those illustrations, those storyboards would go in that folder. And so when we were shooting a scene that was in that episode, I'd open that folder out, I'd remind myself what I wanted out of the scene and I'd communicate that with the, with the crew and with the cast.
So get a notebook and make one for yourself. Come to the set with tons of energy. Always come to the set exciting, excited, uh, thrilled to be on set. Um, even when things are not going the way you think they're, they should be going, um, say good morning to everybody. Um, be the happiest guy on set because one, you should be happy. You're filming something and it's, it's just a privilege to film, a, to, to make a film. And two, the whole set leads off of you. Um, and uh, make sure you always thank everybody for, for their work. Say thank you, you know, when, when they're wrapping up that night. Everybody, and I mean even the grips, every single person. You, should, you personally as a director should say good morning to everybody and should also thank everybody. Um, everyone leads off of you and you know, no one's making tons of money on, on these guerrilla films and, or, or projects. And by you being um, gracious and being respectful, it, it, it allows them to commit to the project. They feel that you care about them, so they care about what they're doing on, on the set. And um, do everything you can to, to treat people with respect and to have a lot of energy and to say thank you all the time. And if you can, you know, if you can find a way to do it in the budget, you know, I, I bought my crew beer at the end of every day um, when we shot Landing Home. Um, you know, I didn't, we didn't have a party or anything. I just, I bought like a case of beer and whenever we wrapped, we would all have a beer as we, you know, put things away for the, for the night. And um, we kind of detox a little bit. And it was great because it allowed us to bond as a team and um, everyone felt really um, committed to the project. So if you can do that, I would suggest that you try to do that. Get plenty of punch-ins, as many as you can. Um, shoot people's hands, people's legs, shoot, you know, if you see something interesting and your gut tells you to shoot it, shoot it. Um, even if your whole crew says that's a dumb thing to shoot. When we were shooting Landing Home, I saw a caterpillar crawling on the floor when we were outside in the park. My character is a veteran who is struggling coming back home. And I thought it was very symbolic of this caterpillar, you know, crawling on the floor to what my character was going through. And so I had uh, my DP shoot it, and it looks great. It, we had this amazing shot of this caterpillar, really tight shot of him or it or of it crawling on the floor. And we're going to use it, and it's in the trailer, and it's going to be used in, 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 the, in the series. And, and you can't have enough punch-ins. Um, just, you know, make sure you get your actress playing with her hair of people's hands, of hands on the wall. Get as many punch-ins as you can because when you're in the editing phase, you just don't know when you're gonna need that stuff. And um, the last thing you wanna do is be cutting your film going, man, I wish I had a little bit more, a couple more reaction shots or I wish I had a couple more punch-ins. I don't have any more punch-ins. Um, you know, and get B-roll, you know. When you're going from location to location, tell your DP to turn on his camera and just record as you're going down the street. You're gonna use that B-roll. You can use that B-roll for, for time lapses in between scenes. Make sure that you shoot um, outside when no one's outside. Make sure you shoot in front of the house when no one's around the house. You know, you want all this extra footage, all these extra punch-ins, because these are gonna be like the little bits that are gonna kinda of fill your story out. So um, um, shoot it. If you think you need it, shoot it. If you, don't, if you think you might need it, shoot it. Um, shoot as much as you possibly can. Direct with kindness. Uh, and what I mean by that is that um, be respectful of your actors, um, ask them what they need, and try to do everything you can to relax them on set. Um, a relaxed actor is a good actor. And acting for 20 years, I've been blessed to pick things up with directors who I have a lot of respect for that I could apply to my craft as a director. 
And um, I've, unfortunately I've been on sets where directors didn't know how to direct actors. And so I knew exactly what not to do um, to my actors. I think when you yell action, it should be quiet. Um, it should be, you don't need to bark it out like some egomaniac. It should just be, you know, action guys. Um, because, you know, acting is tough, is tough enough as it is. And, and you don't need to kind of, you know, uh, get people's anxieties up by barking action at them. And when you give direction, give it to them privately. You know, no one else needs to know what the direction is between you and your actor. Um, I gave every note to all of my actors privately, even when it was good, you know, I, I didn't need to let everybody else know um, what I was trying to communicate with my, with my actor. And when you're always communicating privately to your actors in every scene throughout the film shoot, um, the other actors don't feel like, oh, he's giving me a note now. It means I'm not a good actor. They realize that this director gives notes privately after every take, uh, after every scene, and um, it relaxes them. They know that this is the process, you know? When I've been on sets when directors have just barked at me, you know, trying to say, you know, make it, it's no good. It's, you know, make it better, you know, do something different, really loud. And it's just a horrible way to receive direction. I mean, that's, you can't be any more vague and vague. And I don't know what to do with that. And so um, just remember that if you can relax your actors, they're gonna give you amazing work. And when I look at my footage, um, when I'm cutting it, um, I see relaxed actors. I see actors who are giving it their all. And I tend to, I, I wanna think that it's because I worked so hard to make sure that they, they felt respected and that they felt relaxed. And so, um, Direct your actors with kindness. Your film project will appreciate it. A little trick that I learned um, directing and that I learned as an actor that works really well on a film set is improv. When your actors are struggling in a scene, um, tell them to improv something. Um, uh, tell them to make up a story. Tell them to talk about their day. Tell them to uh, talk about what they're going to do for vacation. Anything. Anything that's going to loosen them up and get them more grounded and make them feel like they're human again. Because sometimes, you know, when you're in a scene and you're not connecting with it and you're struggling with it as an actor, you just don't, you just feel really weird and, and you don't feel human anymore. You feel like you're trying to create, you're trying to force something down, down this tube of, of, of performance that you can't figure out. And a lot of times the way you ground an actor is just tell them, hey, you know, tell me, tell her what you're gonna do tomorrow. Um, on, on your day off or tell her what your favorite food is and what you love about it. And, and they start talking about it and, and it's amazing how it loosens them up, especially for actors who don't have improv um, skill. And um, you can get anybody to improv and make sure you film that. Um, and, and you film that and a lot of times you can have them improv and film that and then have them start the scene. Then the scene kind of clicks in because they got connected from the improv and now they're connected and they're listening and they're talking to each other like regular human beings um, in the scene. So use improv when you feel like you're getting stuck as a director. And the last thing I wanna leave you with is you're gonna have many sleepless nights, especially during pre-production before you shoot the film, definitely when you're shooting the film. Um, it's all part of the process. Um, you're gonna get through it, get it done. I know that I would wake up in the middle of the night just almost in a cold sweat, freaking out that what did I get myself into? But you find a way. We as creatives, we always find a way to get it done. 
Um, and when people let you down and you're feeling completely stressed out and overwhelmed, just be grateful that you're getting uh, the opportunity to feel these experiences. Because it's a privilege to make a film, to make a short film, to make a, a, a web series. It's, it's an endeavor. It's expensive, it takes a lot of hard work, and you just don't know when you're gonna get another opportunity to do it, and especially to direct your own film. Um, so be grateful that you're in it, um, and know that you're gonna get it done. Um, and when you go to bed, every night before you fall asleep, just tell yourself how grateful you are that your project has been such a success, that you're grateful that this is the most successful project that you ever, ever filmed. This is gonna, this, you're grateful that this, there was no hiccups in it. You kinda wanna hypnotize yourself and focus yourself on the outcome of how you want your film to be. And if you do that, I kinda believe that it sends a, an energy out into the creative world and that the directing and acting gods bless you. Um, and that's what I did every night, even when I was stressed out. I would just remind myself how grateful I was that my project was such a success. And it's, it came out that way. And we had plenty of hiccups. We had plenty of you know, storms, but we got through it. I got through it and you can get through it. Know that you have everything inside you to finish your project and to get it done. Um, read, research, prepare yourself, and you'll make it happen. And I wish you nothing but the best of success and uh, warp speed.